12.01 on this, what is it, Wednesday? It's Wednesday. That's right. How's everybody doing on this Wednesday morning? Let's find out. Give me a call, 877-337-6666. You heard the music. It's different than most days. It means we are going for five hours. I got you to the warm-up show at 5 a.m., me and you. Alex still on the other side, but Fleeks is here. And we got you for five hours, 877-337-6666. And I knew it would happen. I knew it would. I'm not surprised. We all got into it. We know what it is. It's Tommy DeVito. It's Tommy Cutlets. It's the agent all over the place on McAfee, on with the morning show, all over the place. The Tommy DeVito story. And we couldn't help ourselves, could we? I tried. I got involved in the hype last night when I opened the show, being the first voice here on the station after the Giant Post game, following that great win against the Packers. I got all hyped up in the Tommy DeVito story. I saw the the tailgating the family did. I saw them all huddled around uh, Mike uh, uh, Sean O'Hara. I in the post game on TV. I saw it. I saw Victor Cruz there celebrating. I saw it, and I got pumped. And I saw Tommy DeVito win the football game and go down the field with a minute and thirty three seconds left and two timeouts. I saw it, and I was pumped about it. And I'm pumped about the idea that they can go into New Orleans and win a football game and continue this story. But I also recognized what we're looking at. And what we're looking at despite excellent play in last night's game. Or now Monday night's game. And despite the fact they've won three games in a row. They scored 10 points against the Patriots. They always beat Washington. And I thought the Packers were awful in the game last night. Awful. And that doesn't matter because DeVito was everything you could have wanted him to be. We talked about it. Zero sacks. Zero picks. Touchdown pass. Drove the team down the field. Overcame mistakes. Did everything you wanted to do. Ripped that son bitch. And that's what he did with 90 seconds left. To win a football game and set up a field goal. But we can't leave it there, can we? No, we can't. We have to milk every last bit out of this thing. And we got to project project what it means and talk about what it means for the future of the Giants. And all day long, everywhere, we can't just enjoy it in the moment. I tried to last night without getting too much into it. I tried to just say, this is freaking awesome. I didn't see this coming. I was three games into hoping the Giants would lose as a Giant fan. And there's nothing worse than that. And that's over now. And we can and Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants and what now Brian Dable looks like again. We we rejuvenated. And I don't have to focus on the idea of, of where they should draft. We're past that. I might still whether or not I still want the quarterback. And guess what? I do. But no matter what, it's over. Now it's about going to win football games and the fun and the excitement this kid in particular has obviously injected into this giant team. Is, is hard to fathom. Nobody saw this coming from an undrafted local kid 
that is kind of it's kind of been you know a little bit of a side and pony show with the with the hand with his parents with the chicken cutlets right and we're not focused on the football until and that's why I said Monday night was different. Monday night was different than Washington. Certainly Monday night was different than not being able to throw the football, or should I say, not allowed to throw the football against the Jets. Obviously, it was different than that. Obviously, it was different than getting creamed by the Cowboys despite a last drive of the game and going down and scoring a touchdown. It was obviously different than that. It was even different than Washington. It was different than scoring 10 points against New England. That was a game where he obviously showed improvement in some of the major parts of his game, right? He didn't get sacked, which was a major problem. The offensive line's been getting healthier. The offensive line's been better with some of the additions they made throughout the weeks. It's been better. It's trending better. And the sack numbers were still ridiculously high for this young kid. And it was because he was holding on to the football. We all knew it. And so what does he do? He he eliminates that, and he tucks it and runs, and he's making tough runs. He's putting his shoulder into people. He's throwing touchdown passes in a play that I saw Baldinger review, and he's 100% right. He he, It's a beautiful play. That touchdown to Hodgins in, in the in the back of the end zone. He reads the his, his first route is in there. He reads the field. He avoids the rush to continue the play and then throws a dime in the corner of the end zone. It is a perfect quarterback play. DeVito was brilliant in the game, and that's why it's different. It's different because the first few weeks, despite the winning, it was the story. It was the the hands. It was the chicken cutlets. It was the father. Now it's the agent before even before the game was played. It's all this stuff. It's the story. It's not the football. But then when you add the football to it, when you actually see a winning performance and drive down the field 90 seconds and win the game, well, now it's something different. Now it's we have visions of what he could be for this team. And we're all disappointed in Daniel Jones and the injuries. And we've been focused on drafting a quarterback. Why? We've been focused on the wrong thing. We had it in front of our face the whole time. Tommy DeVito is the future for the New York Giants. We can't help ourselves. It's not going to happen. Like, can't you see that? I like this kid. I do. And I'm, oh, I shouldn't say it's not going to happen, but it's not going to happen. I'm open to it. I'm hoping it does. What the hell? Why not? I love great stories and I like great quarterback play. Do you know why? Because great quarterback play wins you games. Great quarterback play sustains winning over multiple years. We're all crying. Oh, the, the, the Chiefs just aren't the same. They don't have the offensive weapons. They don't, they're winning their division and we all know it. You know why? Because they have Patrick Mahomes, and they can have nobody at wide receiver. They might not be a dominant force as they've been, but they're going to be a winning football team because that's what great quarterbacks do. And if you think that a couple of games where he's played relatively well is going to somehow change the, the idea of what the Giants did with the either drafting at the top of the draft or giving a major contract to Daniel Jones, now all of a sudden he's better than Daniel Jones. And I'm not the biggest Daniel Jones guy. Two years ago I was clamoring the trade for Russell Wilson because I was done with Daniel Jones. This year I'm, I'm hoping they lose games so they can draft another quarterback besides Daniel Jones. So take it from someone who doesn't even think Daniel Jones is the guy. But we all around here had Daniel Jones on a pedestal. I mean, at the beginning of the year, he's better than Dak Prescott, who's now going in, the, who's uh, favorite for the MVP. 
He's better than Dak Prescott. He's better than this one. He's a top 10 quarterback. Oh, you think that contract's high? Wait a few years when other people get paid. You're going to be thanking your lucky stars you signed him to such a great deal. Daniel Jones this, Daniel Jones that. What a great player Daniel Jones is. Worthy of the contract. You'll figure Saquon Barkley out later. Saquon Barkley can always get the tag. You got to get your quarterback. And the Giants have one. Virtuoso perform performance in the playoffs. He goes out last game of the year against the Colts, absolutely dominates. Goes into a 13-win, what maybe the worst 13-win team we've ever seen. I don't care. A 13-win Minnesota team on the road and puts together a brilliant performance to win a playoff game. Earns this big contract. But, Don, but you know, Tommy DeVito with a, a funny agent and chicken cutlets and a nice little story here is somehow already better because he beat the Green Bay Packers on a night where their quarterback couldn't throw the football. We can't just enjoy things around here. Everything's always got to be, well, what is it? You know, we're, we're looking at 10 steps ahead. Can we take the first couple steps? Because to me, honestly, this was step one. He played fairly well against Washington. They're awful. Like, let me ask you a question. Howell, is everyone convinced Sam Howell's the guy in Washington? Sam Howell's won some games. Howell's, at one point, he led the NFL in passing yards. Would anybody be surprised if they drafted a quarterback? You think the people in Washington are clamoring? Why? Because he doesn't like chicken cutlets and live with his mother. But look what he's done in the NFL. But nobody would be shocked. And that kid was drafted. That kid played for North Carolina. But nobody's out making him the next great star for the Washington Commanders. They have the same record. Like, let's just slow it down. It drives me nuts because I want to enjoy it. Like, that's what this is about, right? That's what, for me, this is what it's about. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to do this, man. Believe it or not, I know it sounds like I'm raining on the DeVito Parade. I don't want to be. You guys are forcing me to. I don't want to. I want to enjoy this. I want to get behind this. I want to quietly hope that, that DeVito could be something special. I don't want to go out there and, and scream it from the rooftop like we already know it's the truth. And let's be honest. Let's be totally honest. If they score six points against New Orleans, it all comes crashing down. We're not going to, no one's going to take it past that. If he gets beat up in New Orleans and they lose 35 to three, that's the end of the story. No one's going to say, hey, one bad game. I still have, but DeVito is still the man. That It's going to be the end of it. And that's not his fault. And maybe that would be wrong too. And I'll come on here the next day going, you guys got some nerve saying the DeVito thing is over. He had one bad game. We can't just, you can't, you can't just enjoy the, the little things. And right now, it's a little thing. It's a little thing from dead to undead. And I want to enjoy that. I want to, I want to hold on to it. I want to have all week talking about how the New York Giants, and yeah, the fun story of DeVito, but not just him, the New York Giants, the New York Giants are alive. The New York Giants are going to go play a game in New Orleans against the team they can beat. Partially because of how well the quarterback has played, but they can win this game and continue the idea of making something special happen. And then you know what? 
Go play the team you absolutely hate, the team that's owned you, and try to put a hurt on their chances of winning this division and staying alive. And then that game is a monstrous game we all get pumped up for. I want to be pumped up for this season. That's all I want. It's almost like we've 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 limited our hopes and dreams as Giant fans so much that hell going into the year I didn't expect them to be a great team. I didn't. I thought a step back was possible. The the so many things went right last year. The 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 schedule was obviously getting tougher. I just wanted a season. I wanted a season, and so I was bummed at two and eight, and I wanted to burn it to the ground, and I wanted to lose to get the quarterback. But they're back, and at least I have some fun. And at least I'm getting pumped up for games in December. They have a winnable game that helps get them right back in the thick of things. They've already kind of done that. I want to continue that. I don't want to figure out who the quarterback is next year. Because we all know if Daniel Jones is healthy, he's the quarterback. Could that change if Daniel Jones doesn't play well or never gets healthy? Or, I don't know, they make a miraculous run? I'm open to the idea. If they're playing in the NFC Championship game with DeVito, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. They've won three games in a row. After they were after they were two and eight against three teams that are under five hundred. And honestly, Love couldn't throw the football Monday night. Like, let's just can we just focus on the idea that the Giants are playing well and that this season, once thought dead, is now is no longer. And that big mouths like me can put away the tanking thought and we can stop talking about drafting and we can stop talking about, you know, Drake May or whomever else. It's, it's all over. It's all over. We're back. The Giants are back. The story of DeVito is excellent. I want the commercials with Danny DeVito and Jersey Mike's. It makes too much sense. A caller called me and said, I don't, who cares outside of New York? I was just talking to Shep who works for the network. He's like, DeVito's the story on that show is, is the national story too. He's on McAfee. Go make a commercial. Make the most of this. I love it. But, like, we, we're calling him a star. After one good year in a playoff win, we had Daniel Jones as the superstar. Now DeVito's the superstar. Imagine who's the superstar in three weeks. Who knows? It could be anyone. I'm watching highlights now. Joe Flacco's resurrected his career. He's a stud right now. I mean, it, it, there is no end. There is no bound. It is boundless what you can do in one week of football and how the narratives can change so quickly. Let's just enjoy this and not spend the rest of our weeks trying to figure out what's going to happen next year because I don't know what's going to happen next year, but I'll tell you this. Barring some really crazy, unforeseen thing, the guy they gave $40 million a year to is going to start over the undrafted free agent. It's a story of time. Unless something crazy happens, and I'm sorry, one in one really nice win is not anything crazy. 877-337-6666. So I, I don't want to rain on the parade. I want to continue the parade. But I just I, I wanna I want to enjoy the parade while it's happening. I wanna I don't want to be the kid who's looking for mom and dad. Maybe they're at the end of the parade. I just want to be the kid waving everybody. Hello. I want, to, I want to look at the people on my left, on my right, walk the parade, peacock in my sexy little uniform. My, I used to, I, my favorite one was the yellow. We had these neon yellow ones when I was a kid. I loved them with the big neon yellow socks. I always wanted to wear the old green uh, Oakland A's uniforms with the yellow and the green. But that's what I want to be. I want to be the little chubby kid 
walk in the parade in my my little yellow uniform that I love, waving to everybody right in front of me instead of worrying about who's two miles down the road. Let me just be the content fat kid. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. 877-337-6666. Your calls. We'll also get into some baseball, obviously. Yamamoto. It seems like everybody thinks he wants to be a Dodger now that that ridiculous contract, which you got to get into about Shohei Otani, suddenly, well, that's it. He's a Dodger. I'll tell you why that's not the case. Juan Soto introduced via Zoom. Why? We'll get to that. And some of the comments he made that everybody thinks is indicating why he won't be a Yankee moving forward, and I think the exact opposite. 